The discovery of our life purpose begins with looking at the path that we're on now. Today, we're sharing an excerpt from the audiobook, Why? What Your Life is Telling You About Who You Are and Why You're Here. This excerpt discusses the six great archetypal pathways that can help you express your talents and realize your mission. The teacher slash communicator, the healer slash peacemaker, the warrior slash guardian, the explorer slash scientist, the builder slash organizer, and the artist slash designer. The wisdom of these archetypes can be a helpful guide in finding your true path in life. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. We offer brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in positive directions and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. Today, we are sharing an excerpt from the audiobook, Why? What Your Life is Telling You About Who You Are and Why You're Here, written by Drs. Matthew McKay, Sean O'Leary, and Ralph Metzner. In this episode, Drs. McKay, O'Leary, and Metzner reveal the six great archetypal pathways that can help you in finding your true path in life. The Six Paths This chapter is a condensed version of the material from The Six Pathways of Destiny by Ralph Metzner. The discovery of our life purpose starts with seeing the path that we are now on and what that path reveals about our reason for coming here. Before our birth, we already had an intention or vision for this life, what we came here to do or be. The ancient Zen koan, What was your original face before you were born, relates to this plan. We carry an intuitive sense of the vision, and throughout our lives we may get glimpses in the form of dreams, yearnings, attractions, and sudden insights, as well as through teachers or role models, who inspire us along the way. In this life are six great archetypical pathways, chosen individually but more often in combination, that can help us express our talents and realize our mission. The teacher communicator, the healer peacemaker, the warrior guardian, the explorer scientist, the builder organizer, and the artist designer. We'll talk more about these six directions for life purpose in a moment. But first, some history. In traditional societies, the role you were to play was predetermined by the family you were born into and could not be changed. In ancient India, for example, the principle of Dharma meant that you were born into one of four basic castes, the warrior-ruler, the priest-teacher, the merchant-trader, or the laborer-servant. In medieval times in Japan, four walks of life were recognized. The way of the knight, the farmer, the artisan, and the merchant. In medieval Europe, there was a similar division into four orders, knights, nobles, peasants, serfs, priests, monks, and merchants, traders. Whereas the landowning aristocracy and land-working peasantry and slaves were locked into their roles by family heredity, 
the religious orders and merchant guilds afforded a little more choice and mobility. None of the roles in ancient or medieval societies made much room for women. So, women were often required to express their life missions by developing specific roles inside a family. The Industrial Revolution, of course, reordered society, slowly creating space for an expanding middle class and a movement toward gender equality. The six life paths for many are no longer blocked or dictated by gender and lineage. They can be chosen, sought. These directions can now reflect our chosen purpose and mission rather than our predetermined fate. Karma, Fate, and Destiny In the past life and interlife research we reviewed earlier, it's clear that souls choose to incarnate in their successive lifetimes as personalities. These selections are made with the support of guides from a number of options. The choice of a particular life always involves two key elements, karma or fate, and destiny. Karma is based on past life choices and the current vector of our soul's development. We may be working on issues such as independence, empathy, or kindness. We may be developing the ability to nourish and take care of others, the willingness to be steadfast and keep commitments, or the ability to build and create. Karma isn't punishment or being forced to relive past mistakes. It's the lesson plan for what we're trying to learn in this life and a path to rectify our choices from past lives. Karma, or fate, includes the genetic threads of ancestry and family, of place and culture, of gifts and liabilities. Fate, from the Latin fata, what has been decreed, is the unavoidable, fixed precondition of our existence, the cards we have been dealt in this round of life on planet Earth. In the Greek myth of the three mori, sisters of time and fate, Lachesis is the one who dispenses the lots and thus determines the conditions into which the new life is to be born. We know that as souls, we chose these conditions ourselves to foster growth, but once chosen, they are our lot, immutable preconditions of a particular life. Destiny, on the other hand, is about the future. It's what we choose to be and do with all that we've been allotted, how we play out the role with its possibilities and limitations, that we've accepted. Fate and destiny always interweave. Each of us is born with a certain gender, with a particular constitution, traits and talents, strengths and weaknesses. We have chosen to be born into the particular social and historical conditions of our families. These are all matters of fate, the starting point of each new life we will live. What we make of it, how we respond to the obstacles and challenges of our fated origin, these are the open-ended potentials of our destiny. Fate and destiny are midwives to the birth of our particular life purpose. Each of the six paths is not only a career or direction, our work in the world, but also, at a deeper level, our destiny, the way we are seeking to learn and grow. Let's look at each of the six paths in turn. The Way of the Teacher-Communicator In ancient times and in indigenous cultures, the epic storyteller was also the teacher and spiritual guide, passing on the oral traditions of the tribe. The elders told stories to the younger generation in order to instill in them both moral and practical knowledge. These were the memory keepers, holders of the collective wisdom of an entire community. 
An example is Hawaiian kahuna elder Hale Makua, who described being trained to remember the names, voyages, and teachings of more than 20 generations of his royal ancestors. In modern times, this path, holder and teacher of knowledge, is exemplified by the historian, biographer, journalist, academic, schoolteacher, philosopher, and virtually anyone who communicates what is known. The passing of knowledge to those who do not yet have it is a function that can accompany all other paths as well. This work has great importance, regardless of whether the teaching is done at home with one's child or in the halls of the academy. Teachers, whether ancient storytellers or modern journalists, whether parents or professors, do something critical. They name things. Social disorder results from the failure to see, understand, and deal with reality, the failure to call things by their proper names. An example is the recent Supreme Court decision finding that corporations should be accorded the same rights as people. A strong corrective response from many points on the political spectrum said corporations are not people. Confucian thinkers referred to this function as the rectification of names, saying what things actually are. The truth. Teachers do this. They are here to remind us of what is really true. The Way of the Healer, Peacemaker From Hippocrates to wise witches, shamans, midwives, and herbalists, and from Chinese acupuncturists to Indian practitioners of Ayurveda, homeopaths, and holistic and allopathic MDs, the path of the healer has had a great variety of travelers, and many specialties. Physical medicine, surgery, osteopathy, spiritual healing, body work, psychotherapy, mindfulness training, and yoga and even veterinary medicine, to name a few. There are also the healers of the planet, ecologists and conservationists who practice sustainable lifeways through permaculture, soil restoration, and organic food growing, protection of our water, reduction of environmental toxins, preservation of wetlands, and hundreds of other initiatives. There are healers of society who balance and reconcile conflicted families, groups, communities, and nations. They teach nonviolent communication and work for social justice. They are the Gandhis and the Mandelas. They are the parents who teach children to share instead of fight. They are the ones, in gatherings all over the world, who seek common ground and shared solutions. The path of healing and peacemaking can touch many, such as have Doctors Without Borders and the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in South Africa, or a single person in pain. Scale doesn't matter. The path itself means everything. The Way of the Warrior, Guardian This is the pathway of those who protect. In the warrior traditions, such as the samurai in Japan or the knightly orders of medieval Europe, there was always an oath of allegiance to a chieftain and a deity. The oath signaled a life-or-death commitment of the warrior to protect his community. In modern times, the warrior whether a member of the police, judiciary, or military, still takes an oath to protect. But the warrior-guardian path has far more roles than those who bear arms. True warriors include attorneys who fight for justice, whistleblowers and reformers who battle corruption, public health officials who struggle to contain disease, and social activists who protect the exploited. 
Thus, the warrior protects the community from both outside invasion and internal corruption. By extension, warriors also include athletes who channel society's aggression into competitions and mock battles, as well as captains of commerce who fiercely compete to protect territory and market share. As with other paths, the warrior can operate at many levels, from defending one's country in violent battle to defending one's home from predatory lenders or one's child from a flawed school system. The nobility of the guardian path derives from the willingness to be vigilant and to fight so that others may be safe. The Way of the Explorer-Scientist This is the path of those who seek to expand knowledge. They seek to discover the previously unknown, to unravel the mysteries of the natural world, to identify the hidden lawful causes behind observable phenomena. Einstein once suggested that the most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious, and that is the source of science. While explorers, those who sail or trek new lands, have been part of human development from the beginning, the sciences such as astronomy date back to ancient cultures. The scientific revolution in the 16th and 17th century changed this path forever. It provided a reliable method of observing and collecting data, testing hypotheses, and building theories. The path of the explorer-scientist has many branches. Medical, social, psychological exploration, research into the properties of the Earth and the universe, the artifacts of ancient civilizations, and many more. From drilling to discover the secrets of deep ancient lakes in Antarctica to learning why your child gets so angry at dinner, this path is always about asking and answering questions, particularly the question, why? Explorers push the boundary of what is known, whether by the individual or by all mankind. The drive to hike toward the beauty of a remote lake is no less the path of the explorer than the work of Jonas Salk, developer of the polio vaccine. The Way of the Builder-Organizer This is the direction for those who make things. Historically, this was the pathway for farmers, herders, and gardeners, for miners, smiths, and metallurgists, for masons, carpenters, and engineers. Today the path is taken by those who build our infrastructure, provide transportation, and may spend their weekends doing home improvement. It is shared by laborers, bus drivers, and certainly homemakers, who choose carefully, for beauty and usefulness, the elements and arrangement of every room. Those who create businesses, who develop and make products, and who organize events and entertainment all follow this path. Also in this category is the union or neighborhood organizer who organizes recreational and interest groups and even the block party coordinator. Builders help form the world, physically and socially. On any scale, they shape our lives, the buildings and roads we use, the groups we belong to. The Way of the Artist, Designer This final path is for those who create. Art has long been associated with the nine traditional Greek muses. Three of them, Calliope, Eratu, and Polyhymnia, were related to different forms of poetry, epic, romantic, and ceremonial. And two to theater arts, Melpomene to tragedy and Thalia to comedy. 
Terpiscor was the muse of dance, and Euterpe the muse of music. The modern academic world has seven fine arts. Painting, architecture, and sculpture are primarily visual arts. Poetry and music are related to hearing. Dance and theater are considered performance arts. And, of course, there are the storytellers, from troubadour to novelist to Garrison Keillor. Art has always included the paired relationship of designing and making. Often these functions go together, as in the writer-director of a film or a potter designing and creating ceramics. But they can be separate, as in the performer versus the playwright, the inventor versus the machinist, or the novelist versus the publisher. At its root, art is anything that creates or recombines elements in an original way. It seeks to represent harmony and beauty while showing in the elements chosen a deep truth. Art teaches, but not didactically. Instead, it shows and reveals what would otherwise not be seen or heard. The artist's path can be a consuming life work. It can also be a little songwriting on the weekend. It isn't about quality or quantity. It's just the act of creating. Combining Paths Often, elements of the six life paths are blended. Many novelists go beyond storytelling. They seek to teach, to uncover truths about human relationship. Some warriors organize armies or groups for social justice or competitive business. Some scientists both teach and heal. For example, professors who research new treatments for emotional problems and then use their discoveries to provide effective therapies. Some builders teach design and engineering. Some healers also fight for social change. The ways in which paths combine are infinite. Many critical life tasks require skills from multiple paths. For example, parents teach their children, heal their pain and wounds, explore methods for solving family problems, and guard their children's safety. Few of us walk a single road. We have interests, talents, and needs, and a life mission that require integrating several pathways. Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook, Why? What Your Life is Telling You About Who You Are and Why You're Here. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate and review it. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com.